This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, January 28th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nelly. Here's today's set lines. Water measure flags. Hope dims for carbon farming. Ag burning drops 25% and ag groups on heat standard. Proponents likely to drop water ballot measure. A ballot initiative aiming to set aside 2% of the state budget annually to invest in water projects is lagging in money and petition signatures to maintain the effort. The organizers have said they need another $10 million by the end of the month to cover the cost of signature gatherers leading up to the April deadline. Large donors have so far not stepped up to finance the proposal, which must collect nearly a million signatures to qualify for the November ballot. Economist. Carbon farming unlikely to have big benefits. In a new paper, UC Davis Agriculture Economics Professor Aaron Smith provides a reality check on President Biden's hopes for carbon farming. Smith ticks through several challenges. For one, farmers are often not able or willing to commit to farming a single way for decades or to come. Paying farmers for practices they already do, such as cover cropping, would not reduce atmospheric carbon. And measuring the amount of stored carbon in the soil is complex, costly, and results vary widely by location. It is difficult to see how programs that simply pay farmers for using particular practices would overcome these challenges, that according to Smith. Open ag burning drops 25%. Air Resources Board staff reported yesterday that open agriculture burning dropped by 25% in 2021 compared to the previous year. This follows a CARB mandate last February to phase out ag burning in the San Joaquin Valley by 2025. The governor's budget last year boosted that transition with $180 million for incentive grants. This helped to finance the Valley's Air District, now oversubscribed program for purchasing chippers and grinders as alternatives to burning. Most of that chipped biomass has been incorporated back into the soil on site, according to CARB Executive Officer Richard Corey. We have aggressive air quality targets and substantial challenges, said Corey, in sharing his 2022 outlook for the board. But I'm optimistic about our chances of success. Vilsack and Biden's Port Envoy headlined forum. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack and President Biden Ports Authority John Porcari will be discussing the ongoing supply chain crunch at a webinar on Monday sponsored by AgriPulse. Other speakers include California Democrat Representative John Garamendi and Republican South Dakota Representative Dusty Johnson, co-sponsors of the House-passed Ocean Shipping Reform Act, as well as Andrew Wang, the Port of Oakland, and John Eisen of the American Trucking Association. You can still sign up at agripulse.com. Ag employers mixed on heat rule for workers. A group representing about 80% of U.S. farm and ranch employers is telling the Biden administration that existing programs are sufficient to protect farm workers from excessive heat. In formal comments to OSHA, the National Council of Agricultural Employers says its members, quote, 
have long included heat protocols in existing injury and illness prevention programs, which are updated every growing season, considering the challenges presented in the workplace from a changing climate. No additional regulation is necessary, NCAE says. OSHA is considering more than a 1,000 comments submitted in response to its request for feedback on whether it should adopt a heat standard. The Northwest Horticultural Council, by contrast, says it recognizes the benefit from the establishment of baseline standards to ensure that workers are not placed in a situation where they're asked to put their health at risk. But the group says OSHA should not be, quote, overly prescriptive. The council said it would be appropriate to require growers to have a written heat illness prevention program and to train workers on how to identify and respond to heat stress. Keep in mind, the agency doesn't have a specific timetable in place for the potential rulemaking, which also was supported by letters from 13 Democratic senators and 24 Democratic House members. Tariffs punish U.S. apples over Chinese New Year. Lunar New Year celebrations in China and Southeast Asian countries usually coincide with a rush to import more U.S. apples. But tariffs and supply chain disruptions are taking a significant toll on that trade. There is a long, rich heritage in Southeast Asian countries of gifting apples as a gesture of friendship and good health during the Chinese New Year, said U.S. Apple Association President and CEO Jim Baer. This tradition helped carve a prominent space for U.S. apple exports for those celebrations. Sadly, this year, most of those apples will not be from the U.S. The situation is especially bad in China, which still has tariffs on U.S. apples to retaliate against U.S. steel and aluminum, Section 232 tariffs, as well as Section 301 tariffs. China exempts some importers from the 301 retaliatory tariffs, but some don't get exemptions. China's tariffs on U.S. apples total 50%. Petition seeks drastic lowering of BPA in plastics that touch food. A coalition of physicians, scientists, and public health and environmental organizations is petitioning FDA to set strict limits on the use of bisphenol A in plastics that that contact food. The Environmental Defense Fund and the Environmental Working Group are among the groups on the petition, which calls for removal of BPA and resins and coatings. The groups cite new findings from an expert panel convened by the European Food Safety Authority, indicating that the harmful effects from BPA exposure can occur at levels 100,000 times lower than previously thought. This new safe level, based on recent scientific evidence, is more than 5,000 times below what FDA says most Americans are safely exposed to. The petitioners want FDA to limit uses of BPA in food contact articles that may result in migration into food above 0.5 nanograms per kilogram of food. FDA has previously concluded that The available information continues to support the safety of BPA for the currently approved uses in food containers and packaging. Here's today's He Said It. Whether you're a postal worker, cook, or grape picker, we all deserve protection. 
that California Attorney General Robin Bonta joining six other states in urging federal heat standards for outdoor workers. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, January 28th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.